The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello and welcome everybody to the Intuitive Life. This is Laura Wooster and I'll be taking your calls today. Just make note of the number here, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And thanks, everybody, for joining me for my second program here. And thank you for all the response from the first program last week. I've got an overwhelming amount of um, messages and emails uh, saying how much they enjoyed the program. And I'm really, um, I'm glad people can relate to what I shared last week. And I appreciate you tuning back in again. So, again, this is the Intuitive Life at Laura Worcester, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. If you'd like to stay in touch with me, I just want to let you know if you wanted to be make sure that you know when the next um, episode is coming up and what we'll be talking about, you can always follow me on Instagram. Um, I am Intuitive Laura on Instagram, or you can also go to my website, laurawister.com, and sign up for my email newsletter, which I will try to let everybody know, give them plenty of notice, um, what we'll be talking about every week. So anyway, so today's topic, and I will be taking calls for readings. Um, and either mediumship or intuitive, but I'm also looking for questions and experiences that you may have had. Because um, today I'm talking about after-death communications, ADCs. So if you've had an ADC, I want to hear about it. And if you have questions about an ADC, definitely please call in. Um, but what are ADCs? And they, they are after-death communications. Hello from Heaven. Um, there's a book by Bill and Judy Guggenheim called Hello from Heaven um, that shares thousands of experiences of people who have felt that they have connected with their loved ones in spirit um, in many different ways. And this is one. This is a book that I've shared out many times with people who are grieving. Um, I, I did share this book with somebody recently, a gentleman who um, lost his partner and. If it's a great book to to have nearby, um, because when he was really struggling with him, the loss of his partner, he would pick up the book and read a few pages, and he felt closer to them, um, because it shares the experiences and the loss um, of that connection and and the people that they've lost and how people from spirit reach out to them, and they can reach out to us in so many different ways, like countless ways. You know, sometimes it's very subtle, sometimes it's so uncanny that you can't deny it and so you know there's there's really obvious things like you know pennies from heaven we, we've all heard pennies from heaven um maybe you know you might have heard a song on the radio just as you were thinking about your parents on their anniversary and their their song comes on the radio um it, it could be you know you hear um, you know, you're thinking about your best friend who passed and you're in the line at the grocery store and um, someone is talking to somebody else and they happen to mention their same name. And so little things like that, little subtle things um, that just kind of remind us as we go about our day that our loved ones in spirit are not very far away. And most of the time they are very subtle, but sometimes they can be quite 
quite remarkable. And I'm going to share some stories that I that I've experienced and some people that I know who um, they've experienced. And and I'd want to hear your stories as well. So definitely call in if you have a story to share because we all love to hear those stories already. Um, so like I said, hello from heaven, um, ADC. That was a uh, a term that was coined by Bill and Judy Guggenheim. So this, it's a commonly used phrase now. Um, but there's also another book that uh, also addresses this. Bridging Two Realms by John Holland is a great book. If you're looking to try to connect with your people on the other side more and try to understand how that process happens, that's a great book. Um, so either one of those, I highly recommend those. So if, you're, if you would like to understand how that happens. Um, definitely look at those two books. But like I said, the, the signs can be very subtle, very, um, and you, you kind of have to wonder, was that for real? I'm like, oh, you know, I just got this penny, you know, it's my dad's birthday. I pick up the penny on the ground. It has his birth year. Gee, is that real? You know, we always check in ourselves, you know, are we, are we really, are we just trying to make this fit, you know? So what I often will say is if you, if it makes sense to you, accept it and just say, thanks, dad. Thanks. I, if that was you, I hear you. And, and just that kind of opens up the, the level of communication with our people on the other side. And it reminds them that we're listening and that we're paying attention. And, um, and it's, and you, you just know, you just kind of know at that point when you just feel, when you say that, thank you to them, you kind of feel it back. It's just very subtle. Um, and like I said, songs on the radio are a big thing. Um, and hearing people's names being brought up in conversations, um, and coincidences, but I want to share a story that happened to me. Um, I have a, a friend of mine who um, was a close friend. She she actually lived in the house when I was growing up, and she's a close friend of the family. And she, she was basically like my godmother. She was another mom to me, and she passed about 10 years ago. And so there was not too, maybe a couple of years ago, I remember I was walking into the store. I pick up a few things, and I walk in the store, and I hear over the the music in the store a song that I that I generally don't hear it was like an old disco tune from like the 70s right and i never hardly ever hear it on the radio but they were it was playing in the store and i'm thinking oh my gosh that's the song that ruthie used to play all the time because i remember going into her her apartment in the home that we lived in and she would have 45s and she would play this song and she'd be dancing around and while she was cleaning her house and playing this this disco tune so i have really fond memories of this happening so so I'm hearing this song and I'm just in my mind laughing because I'm like, oh my God, because no, I had the memories of her doing this. So I gather the things that I wanted to purchase and I go up to the register to pay for these things. And behind the counter, there's a woman and she's dancing to the music that's playing in the store. And she's dancing exactly like my friend Ruthie would. Exactly. And she had a unique way of dancing. <laughs> it's just, it was very, and I just started smiling and laughing. And I just like, I love it. I just like keep dancing. I love this. So, and so as I was checking out and she was handing me back my receipt and the change, she looks at the receipt and she, and she told me that what the change was. I think it was like 1107 or something like that. And she goes, huh? She goes, that's my brother's birthday. And I said, oh, well, where's your brother? And she said, well, he, he passed away. 
It's like, well, I would say that's a little hello from heaven. <laughs> so, so we each gave each other a little gift there. You know, she gave me a little hello from my friend, and she and then, she, and the, the receipt that she was handing me had a little hello from her brother who had passed. And uh, so little things like that, like pay attention to numbers. Numbers are really big with them. Um, it may be a birthday that shows up, like a birth date, like like on the receipt. Or you might notice a certain number always turns up, but it really doesn't have any particular meaning to you. It's not a birth date, but it just starts to show up exactly at the time you're thinking about somebody, a certain someone, and that number becomes their number. So pay, pay attention to those things. Make notes of them. And that doesn't mean that everything, every every feather that falls in front of you is a hello from heaven, but it, they're always, it's just a sense of you just know it's from them. You know, are you just thinking about them or are you asking for a sign? Um, there's another one too. So synchronicity, like I said, with the, the, when I walked in the store that to me, that was a very synchronistic thing. And, and, you know, the music happening just the right time and her mentioning these things and her dancing, it, you know, it may come off as almost too much of a coincidence, but I really did take it on as, as a little hello from my friend. And, um, you know, Another way that, that people can come through from spirit are dreams. And animals can come through this way as well. And I, I had to let go of my, my beautiful black lab in December. It was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. It was the hardest night of my life, actually. And um, so a few days after, I, I was sleeping in, and I had a dream. And... In this, in the dream, it was very a very vivid dream. It was almost, it was like it was so real, and I could hear her walking outside the hall in the hallway of my home, and I said, "Oh my goodness, that's my girl." And in the dream, I see her walk into my room, and she looks like she's a puppy again. She looks like she's maybe three years old, and she's got so much energy, and her tail's wagging, and and she wasn't the elderly dog that I remember and who wasn't feeling great. And she jumped up on my bed like she used to be able to do. And when she jumped up on my bed, she was covered in snow. And she loved playing in the snow. She would catch snowballs, and she would just run through the snow, and she just loved it. But she she had snow on her. And just then, uh, in the dream, um, I hear my son walk into the room, and I, I look up. I said, look who's here. And I motioned to the, to the bed in front of me. And he goes, who? There's nobody there. And I looked down, and in the dream, like she was gone, but the snow was still on the on the comforter on my bed. And I, and I remember it was so distinct. I reached my hand out and put my hand on, and I could feel the snow on, on, on the comforter on my bed. And then, then my phone rang. I had my, my iPhone next to me, and I woke up from this dream. And it was the um, the vet calling to let me know that that my um, my girl's aunt, um, ashes were ready to be picked up. So the timing was un- and phenomenal, and it just brought so much peace to me. Cause I really I could feel her. I literally could run. I ran my hands down her back in the dream, and it was so real and so vivid. And that's how dreams can be. They're very short very vivid um it feels so real and they don't you know the our loved ones in spirit may not say very much at all of anything um they might just say a sentence they might say a word they might just smile but they always look healthy and whole and happy 
and they don't stick around very long. Uh, it, it goes very quickly, and but the dream sticks with you. It doesn't go, doesn't it never fades from your memory, and you it, it's almost like you feel like it happened. It just happened yesterday. So that's another way that um, loved ones can and spirit can reach out to us is through dreams. Um, sometimes they'll actually hug hug you in the dream and you can you can when you wake up you can feel it you can still feel it hug it's amazing and another way too um and that i experienced i was in the, in in a supermarket once and i just happened glancing around trying to find what i needed and i just just happened to glance by this woman that was walking by and she looked just like my grandmother just like her and i was like whoa and i turned back really quickly it's like did i just see what i saw and I and I looked at the woman, and she did not look anything like my grandmother. <laughs> so I really think that that spirit can clairvoyantly um, affect. Well, they can affect our clairvoyance so that we see them in the physical world somewhere. All right. And it doesn't mean that that woman, that unsuspecting woman in the grocery store, was possessed by my grandmother. That's not where I'm going with this. It's more. It's more that my clairvoyance was affected, and so that it was superimposed over my physical vision, um, so that I could see my grandmother for a split second. And um, so I know that. And the way that happens, and um, it's really cool how how spirit can do this for us. Uh, I was connecting with someone. Um, for a reading, a mediumistic reading. And I tend to look to the side of people to the left um, when I'm reading somebody because I don't want to look at my sitter when I'm reading them. I, I tend to look, uh, I, I connect with spirit better when I look to the left. And I remember looking across the room and I saw um, my sitter's um, purse was sitting on the floor and it caught my eye. And in a split second, it turned into an owl. It was a. It looked like a live owl sitting there, kind of flapping its wings a little bit, and I for a split second, it it was amazing. And I turned back, I turned to my sitter, and I said, I said, what's up with the owls? And she just burst into tears. And the person that we were connecting with had a huge thing with owls. Everything was owls to them. And but so does that mean that the purse was possessed by the owl? <laughs> no, it wasn't. What that what that just shows to me is that that spirit can show us through our clairvoyance or they can kind of influence our clairvoyance so that the physical world takes on um, some some spirit aspects if that makes sense so that's when that's how that worked that so if you ever have that experience where some like you let someone through in traffic and you look over and oh my goodness that's my cousin who passed last year but then they look back again they don't look anything like them that's pretty much what's happening is that spirit is affecting your clairvoyance so that you get a flash of that person here in the physical world it's pretty cool when that happens now i often get people who say you know i've tried so hard to connect with my loved one and, I, and they, I just don't feel like they're not connecting with me where are they why are they not talking to me and I think sometimes when we try too hard um, it, it, it kind of um, it's almost like trying to uh, it, like a garden hose like if, if you're kinking a garden hose and, and the water doesn't flow through in a sense it's kind of it's it's pulling the plug on the on the energy a little bit or it's putting a kink in the energy so for example let's just say you remember the old-time radios with the dials like we used to do you know? <laughs> so rather than pressing a button or something like that but we actually dial in a radio station so imagine like um, you have one of those old-time radios plugged in and 
you really want to hear from your loved one in spirit and you're like, please just send me a sign that you're okay. Please let me know that you're around and you're pulling on that energy and trying to make it happen and you really want it to happen. It's almost like you're going over and pulling the plug right out of the wall of that radio and you're interrupting the energy. All right. So, um, so imagine instead that, you know, you're keeping that plug in there, but the way that you tune into this or you kind of prime the, the connection between the, the, the between spirit and you is just to be open, be open to how they're going to communicate with you. All right. Um, try not to tell them when to come in, how to come in to see you. Um, what word they're going to tell you through a medium. Um, the, the, you know, don't try to test the mediums. You know, all these things <laughs> that um, that can happen. And just think of it more as tuning a radio rather than pulling for that to come through. Just allow it to be. And, and again, one of those things that how that can happen is that when you do feel like you may have experienced an ADC, a hello from heaven, is to say, if that was you, thank you. I saw that. I saw that or I heard that if that was you thank you keep going do more you know um, why is it that some that some people in spirit just seem to never really reach out I have no answer for that I really don't I I know that there's some people we never hear from and there's some people who they seem like they've they know exactly how all this works and they make the most miraculous things happen. And and then you might hear friends have those experiences, or you might hear, you know, you you're you know, you might have a sibling who has an experience with a parent, but you never have that experience. I don't know why this happens. It might be because of that pulling, we're trying to make it happen or wanting it so badly to happen. Or I just think some spirits are naturally in tune to that type of thing and they can cause these things to happen. So I don't want you to think. If you don't feel that connection, you don't have an abundance of connections from spirit or ADCs that your person in spirit doesn't love you. That's not the case. It just may be their communication styles energetically are very different, or maybe you just it just hasn't happened yet. All right, so just be open and be open to whatever may come through and how they come through. Um, so a friend of mine lost his mom. And um, she was ill for a long time, and with uh, memories, lo- memory loss, and Alzheimer's. And and I typically, when I don't go, when I when I go to awake, I don't tune into spirit. I just I'm there for the person who is um, still grieving and talking to them. I'm not tuning into people in spirit. However. And so I could feel her and almost, almost see her with my eyes. She was so clear and so strong. And so I wasn't surprised at all that you know, days after that, um, their kids started talking about how she was making herself known to them um, when they were going to sleep um, and and just feeling her in the room. It's so, so tangible. And someone, one of the kids actually has a video of of a wind chime in their yard. Now, they made a point of making sure like there was not a bit of wind in this in this in the air at all that day that they were filming this. There was nothing. The nothing was moving. It was so still. But yet this wind chime was responding to them talking to it and saying, is that you, Miriam? Is that you? Is that you? And it would start to swing and move in, in ways that it w- what couldn't possibly do without wind. And there was nothing. The trees were so still. But 
she was she's just she's kind of um an exception to the norm here i uh, most people don't res don't respond that way after they pass so clearly um but for some reason she seemed to be able to do that and and have that ability to do that it's pretty cool um there's another story that I'd love to share and and definitely look up this person his name is dave kane um he wrote a book 41 signs of hope dave kane now he has the most miraculous stories about his son. His son, um, I believe, was just a teenager or maybe just a really young adult um, who passed in the Rhode Island nightclub fires. And so it was a very tragic passing. And But this young man came through so clearly to his parents in so many ways. And one of the things that, you know, like any parent would if they lose someone so tragically is that they want to know that their child didn't suffer. They want to know that their child was okay. And um, so that was one of the things that Dave, um, Dave Kane's wife was concerned about. Did her child suffer in the fire? So they, were, they went to a few mediums and there were a few mediums who did say to them, no pain, no pain. And tried to, you know, so obviously their son, Nick, was trying to come through to tell them that, mom, it's okay. There was no pain. However, you know, she she wasn't willing to accept that she wanted definitive evidence that that was the case and, and going to a medium wasn't enough for her i guess but i guess um i can understand that we want we want that reassurance but at one point they, they he tells a story they were in a car and they're having um, a conversation about um did he did he not was he okay you know was was, was he safe as he passed all these things and they kind of had discussion about it and so Dave said to his wife, he goes, what else do you need from, from Nick? He told you through so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so that there was no pain. What else do you need? And I'm paraphrasing the story. He can tell it so much better, so definitely look him up. But just as he said this, a car drives by in the opposite direction, and on the license plate it says, no pain. How does spirit do that? It it's absolutely amazing. It's it's mind-blowing. And how can you deny that kind of sign when they were asking for it right then and there? And like I said, that's that's an exception to the norm here because most of the time those types of things aren't that, you know, on demand or literal or so clear. Um, but they do talk through us through license plates. I don't know how they get cars to drive in front of us at just the right time when they have the birth date on there or the name or a word that you associate with your loved one and it's and it's it's mind blowing how it happens. How do they line those things up? And how do they line up the song on the radio at just the right time or the song in the store just as you walk in that, that brings back all these memories of, of the person that you, you're missing? Um, but it, it becomes, you know, there's, there's faith there. There's a little bit of faith has to come in, a little bit of trust um, that, that spirit really does want to reach out to us and they'll try the best they can in the ways that they can. And, and again, They'll do it the way they can and not to just because you're not getting it in the way other people are getting it that the, your loved ones in spirit don't love you. I really I have to make that so clear because I've had so many people come in to my office and say, I just want to sign for my mother. I want to know she's around. Where is she? And um, and just know that they are there and they will say hello at the right time. So, you know, dream visits are great because, you know, that's one, one place you might want to start because when you're in 
in the dream state, you're open. Your logical mind isn't trying to analyze everything. Is, is it real? Is it not? Um, so maybe you, if you're struggling with this, if you would love to have a dream visit or you want to be a little bit more open to what might be coming through from your loved ones, um, try before you go to bed, just say, to your people say I'm open I'm willing to hear however you want to come into my dream okay and just you know you might want to do that several nights in a row it might take one night it might take weeks it might take months so have patience with this all right and also know that if they do come in a dream and they seem like they're in distress or they're mad at you or um, just it just seems it's it's it just seems kind of dark that is not a dream visit I guarantee you it's not it's probably you processing grief in some way all right or something else but the the actual dream visits they're so loving and so clear you cannot deny the sense of love and connection that come through in that very short visit in your dream so just you know have patience with that already um, also, uh, there's there's a suggestion that my friend John Holland will will recommend sometimes to just sit in the quiet, and maybe light a candle, and maybe have a picture of your loved one um, looking healthy and and happy and and whole, and have that picture there, and just sit with them in the quiet for a few minutes a day, and just talk to them in your mind knowing that spirit talks telepathically they hear you they hear what you want to say they know what's on your heart they know what you want to say they know your emotions they know you miss them and just sit with them and just send that love up to them and just be open to maybe or maybe not feeling something hearing something at some point but it just kind of it, it strengthens that connection and lets them know that you're hearing and that you want to have that that talk with them and it allows you to be more open as well to that connection with them so definitely try that now i def i want to hear about i want to hear your stories i know we've got we've got a stack of callers here who would love to share their stories i see that already and so we're going to go to a break in just a moment but um, if you have a story you'd like to share if you have a question that you have or a re if you'd like a reading it's 816-251-35 five so um let's see so sandra hold on i'm going to take your call right after the break we're coming right up on that and again if you want to um, be in touch about what is coming up on the um, upcoming programs you can sign up on my website at laurawister.com for the email you can also follow me on instagram um i am intuitive laura on instagram so this is The Intuitive Life on Unity Online Radio, and we'll be back in just a moment, and we'll be taking your calls. I'll talk to you in just a bit. Welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, welcome back to The Intuitive Life. I am taking your calls uh, with stories about your 
personal ADCs uh, after death communications and also doing readings as well. So it's 816-251-3555. So we've got a few callers on the line here that I'd love to get right to. And let me see, Sandra, I want to hear your story. Thank Hello. Hi, Sandra. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you. And I'm so happy you have your own show. This is oh, phenomenal. Unity is a great you. community. Thank you for joining in. Oh, thank so the you. Reason, you're very welcome. I have too many stories, so where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the one, that, the, the one you always go to when you're telling people about it? <laughs> so, oh, there's so many. Okay. Uh, I'll start with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was New Year's Day morning, and I was cooking uh, breakfast for my husband, and the light manifestation appeared beside me, human form, human size. And it was brilliant white light. It was not from this world. It was so intense. It was blinding. When they say blinded by the light, mm. that's how intense it was. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, oh, my goodness, it's mom. It's mom. Mom's here. And at the same time in the living room, the television shut down all the way down, boom, like it had to be rebooted. Wow. And my husband was in the living room. He goes, what the heck just happened? <laughs> and um, I wasn't the only one that saw the light. My oldest son was sitting with his back to me, and he saw it, the light in his per- peripheral view mm-hmm. from the side. But it was so intense, and, it, and that was the only time I had ever had any type of visitation from my mom. Um, she had passed three months prior, and she had Alzheimer's. Mm. And I, I just felt as though she was going to another level. It, she was ascending higher, and she was just, like, saying goodbye to me in that way, or hello. It could have been a hello from heaven. Mm. Um, but I completely felt her love, and it was so intense. It's just... Just just one of those circumstances that change you, and even mm-hmm. if you're a non-believer, you would become one. Um, that was one. Uh, the night before she passed, the battery-operated candle turned itself on in my carport. It was a religious candle, <laughs> and the battery was dead for three years. Wow. And, and it was a lot of energy. Pulled, <laughs> yeah, a lot of energy, just as I pulled into the carport. Um the computer turned itself on in my bedroom in the middle of the night. I'm talking the old uh, Dell desktop that you have to push it really hard mm-hmm. to get it to, to go on. turned on, it was like 2.30 in the morning, and the fax machine and the printer, I mean, it was just like lit up like Christmas. Awesome. And I, I identified that as my son, my, my departed son. Um, I've had... When you talk feathers, you know, the common ones, mm-hmm. I was on my porch and I turned around to go in, in to, to open the door to go in, and on the storm door handle was a feather mm-hmm. resting on the handle. Um, and then recently, uh, the solar lights on my porch, um, they're usually very dim if they work at all. It's a chime. Mm-hmm. And I was out there and I was just sitting there quietly it was like 9 30 at night and all of a sudden the light it was like a, it's a deer antler 
uh, solar light, all of a sudden it just illuminated with a, a vibrant, almost like somebody plugged it in, and it, it, this light doesn't do that because it's very um, dim, if it works at all. And so I just sat back and I just started thinking, okay. I said, Chase, is that you? Are you with me on the porch? <laughs> and and guess what? Right on cue, it repeated. The light oh. illuminated and it zapped like zoop. And then it and then it you know ceased and then it didn't work at all. But I was just sitting there. I'm like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And I I've always known he's with me. Um, mm-hmm. The dream visitation, yes, I've had yeah. that, and mm-hmm. and they are short and they are direct and they do not ever leave you because mm-hmm. it, it's all love. Yeah. Um. So, there's I could I mean I could go on and on, but those um, are beautiful. But when you had this experience, you just knew like instantly, right, who they were. Yeah, yeah. I knew. Mm-hmm. I just you... I just felt it. Yeah. Um. He's he's turned on. No, my older sister, she doesn't know how to work her phone very well. <laughs> and she said, sorry, Sharon. And one day, it was not It was like two weeks after my son had passed, and uh, her phone started blasting the song, How Far Is Heaven, from Los Lonely Boys. It's a really oh, good song. Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, right? It, it is. It's a great, great vibe. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, what the heck is going on? What's going on? <laughs> well... That was the song we played at Chase's memorial oh, service. That's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. That's and wonderful. And it played on her phone. And she couldn't get it to shut off. Oh, that's it wasn't wonderful. On, right? It wasn't on my phone. It was on Auntie Sharon's. Mm-hmm. So it's like these are the kind of moments that are lasting. They're treasures. And yes. they just validate the love. They validate the presence of spirit. You know, yes. we don't die. Our, we do transform, and our energy is definitely going places and coming back just to reassure us. Mm-hmm. So whoever wants to um, develop it, I, I truly recommend it. Yeah, and have patience with it too, right? I mean, A it lot sounds of like you, yeah, it's, and it sounds like you had some pretty immediate um, response after someone passed, but it's but that's a lot of times that doesn't happen that way. So. Um, so you were very lucky to have it happen so quickly, <laughs> but um, it is it is good that you're open though. You're very like obviously you're very open and you and you witness something and you ask if is that you? <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, now with your son, I gotta say, um, um, I I, I feel like I I have someone stepping in for you right now, and I just want to kind of jump in with them for a second if you don't mind, um, and and. Do you understand with your son that this was an unexpected or sudden passing with your with your son? Yes. Okay. And I just um because I I can feel him right around right around me and I and you know the, and the the interesting thing too with him, um the connection between the two of you, it's I don't feel it doesn't feel like mother child connection. This is like soul to soul. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I know that you must have had that connection with him, that you almost felt like you were meeting an old friend when he was born. Does that make sense? We were bonded. Yeah. (laughs) We are bonded. Yes, yes. And it's, you know, not to say that every mom isn't bonded with their child. I I get that. I understand. But some are just, they're they're just different, right? Different. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, all right, so let me just see where else he's coming. Um, There's some... Hmm. 
I'm not sure if you're going to understand this when I say it, but I'm just going to go with this. He wants to acknowledge either a younger sibling or someone who was like a younger sibling to him um, that he wants to acknowledge starting something new. So I don't know if they're starting school or starting something brand new, but there's this they want to acknowledge this new beginning for someone who is like a sibling to them. And I feel like they might have been younger to them. Do you understand that? I, I, where I believe it might apply to is, mm-hmm. um, well, he was the youngest, so he didn't have any younger siblings, but okay. one of his good buddies okay. just had a baby, uh, and they named him Levi Chase, okay. and Chase's, Chase's, you know, his middle name was, okay. they named Chase, they took Chase's first name and put it in the middle, okay. and that's a new beginning for Joey, for his, his buddy, so I believe that's that that be would... It. All right. So I was getting it. I was getting it a bit wrong. I just felt like there was new beginnings and younger, younger child. And I and I misread that. So but that's so just so he knows about this, this little one. OK. Mm-hmm. And he's aware of, of, of that. All right. And so I just I feel a lot of um, a lot of love and congratulations to this to them to this um, this friend of his. OK. So um, so just know that he's watching and he's not missing anything. <laughs> OK. Um, <laughs> Not a thing. And um, was there was there a, a memory of him um, where he built his own bike or something, or he he put together pi- uh, pi- uh, parts from different bikes, or was was he always working on his bike? Or what what's up with that? Why would I be getting that from him? Um, <laughs> no, I can't identify, can't relate that with a bike, so to okay. speak. He did ride dirt bikes. But, that would do it for me. <laughs> Dirt bikes—they're always on their bikes. Yes, I get but it. But he did. But but he did have something where he put together. There was a time in his life where he couldn't ride because he was having open heart surgery. Okay. And um, he came tooling down the road in a <laughs> a, a Craftsman lawn tractor and converted it so that it would like a cart without okay. the blade. <laughs> and he went like a maniac around the yard. Got like it. he was four wheeling in it. Okay, so he converted that. Does that converted make, it. Like, that that would make sense to me. So I knew there was something about bikes and I knew there was something about either like two hybrid things being put together. Like I feel like he pulled mm-hmm. pieces together for something. So if that was a memory of, of that happening, that he's just bringing that across. Okay. Oh, Beautiful. Was- yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, um, let me see. I'm going, okay. We know we're in September. I want to go in October-ish, maybe the beginning of November. There, there's something you circle on the calendar for me. So if, I don't know if it's a birthday or um, a significant date that's coming up. You understand that? For October? In October. Um, October is his, his favorite Aunt Bev's birthday, but we also had a Native American release ceremony for his ashes on October 8th under the hunter's moon. Beautiful. And that okay. was a, quite a ceremony that that was the only way I could honor him and what he his beliefs were Beautiful. with Native American spiritualism. Okay, so I would take that as a, as a happy birthday too, because I felt like there was two different scenarios here anyway, so that would make sense. So he's acknowledging that plus um, a little birthday to his um, birthday hello to his aunt. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Of so yes, that's what else. So thank you. I'm going to leave you there because I've got a stack of callers here. But thank you so much for calling in and sharing your stories. And oh, thank and you. Lovely. Thank you so that. much. Thanks for thank listening. You. All right, oh, take care, I'll, Sandra. I'll be back. Bye bye now.
right, I'm so glad. Bye-bye. Alrighty, let's see. Um, let's go to Angie. Hi, Angie. I want to hear your stories here. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for, hi. Thank you for um, calling. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a ton of them. Um, one of them is um, my auntie, we called her TT, uh, had passed away and um, or transitioned. And um, a few weeks later I dreamt that she was taking this seminar and it was like clear, like so you know it was like a real connect dream. It wasn't like your subconscious coming through. And I was watching her take this seminar and it was kind of hilarious because – I felt like there was, like, really um, intuitive masters there teaching, like, oh, now you're here, and this is, you know, this is kind of what's going on and stuff. And it was kind of funny because, like, in our family, if there was something boring going around or, oh, my God, you're so right, but I don't want to hear this, we always kind of gave this look like, oh, my God, help me, because you know, jokingly, like, Oh my mm-hmm. God! I know what this is, and mm-hmm. I'm being told it again. So she kind of gave me that like roll your eye look, but it was, <laughs> but it, but it felt like very, you know, like she was really having to relearn stuff, and it was a cute like moment between us, mm-hmm. but it also felt like wow, like they're relearning there, and they get to, you know, learn if they want or do different things, and the dream probably it felt like it took like five seconds at the most but like yeah yeah and I live out in the country but not like farm country Mm -hmm. and um um my poopsie my kitty had passed away this is quite a few years ago and um I was walking the dog and um I was talking out loud like oh I miss you poopsie and I'm so sorry Um, because I thought I had run her over and the dog went tinkle and I'm like oh you're going peepees and the cat used to and I look up and there's a cat sitting right in front of me like like I've been walking this road and there's a cat like boom like where did you manifest from like you and I'm like oh poopsie you're so awesome thank you you know and those were really cool really cool moments yeah, I love the unexpected things, too, and the ones that make you laugh as well. You know, those are the best times. <laughs> yeah, and, awesome. you know, and I knew that this dream was like she was see, seeing me from, you know, another dimension. But at the same time, it was like, like, oh, my God, like, I got to sit through this, and I know I have to, and it's like, ay, ay, ay. But it, was, it wasn't like mean or she was being a jerk. It was just like. So I knew it was like this is real, and she was much younger in her, um, in my, and it was she was sitting cross-legged, and it it was I still can see it as I talk to you, and it's really really cool. Yeah, and it's it really does stick with you, you know, that we have those connections. and that one, one last one that's really, really awesome is um, we root for the Packers where I live, and um, I had um, come around the the corner from our knee wall in my house and I had said a string of expletives and um, my family turns around which is not unusual for me but my family (laughs) my little family turns around and they're like mom you never say it like that and they're like your voice kind of changed and I knew immediately it was my stepmom or I called her my mom but my uh, my mom Carol and I'm like that she would say that exact and it had been like 10, 12 years after she had passed. And I'm like, 
this is the exact scenario that they're in, that this is the type of thing she would say exactly. And I really felt like I had channeled her. Oh, I'm like, that's Mama Carol, she's here. She's yeah. saying, and I'm not going to say it on here, but no, it, it's kind no. of funny. Cause it's, <laughs> no, no, no. But it was like her like, oh, man, yeah. 12 years later, and you're still doing this. Come on, you guys. It was, <laughs> so she it, brought her, her humor and her, her essence into that moment. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And I'm so glad that I was open, you know, open to that so oh yeah i've had yeah. that experience when of when i'm reading for somebody and um it is that they sort of i, I don't want to say that they don't they don't possess us they sort of influence us to do things and we don't even really yeah it's like a mind meld moment. or yeah, yeah exactly not quite like ghosts you know like whoopie and ghosts no um, but um but some but but it's it's something like that for like and just like you said it just sort of happens and you don't even realize it's happening um like for one one time i was i was reading for someone and and um this uh, woman came and sat in front of me and i i never talk like this ever ever but one of the things i said to her was well 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 like that and and i kind of i know i did something with my hands i don't know what i i don't remember what i did and she looked at me she goes oh my god that's my grandmother <laughs> say that to people when they come sit down in front of me that does right. not that's completely out of realm of um, what I do so um, it, it is kind of interesting how they just subtly influence us and they make themselves yeah. it's pretty cool but great for being yeah. open to it that's awesome yeah, yeah yeah I love it and I think it's it's it, yeah. it, it's cool when stuff like that happens and yes. it's um it just you know it's a connection so Yes, it, re it reaffirms that connection. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. sharing your stories, Angie. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, let's see. We're going to go to Catherine in Florida. Hey, Catherine, thanks for holding. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Good. Would you like a reading? Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, yeah. have you ever had an, an after death communication? Um, think, tons think of? of them. Tons. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Too good. many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> Excellent. Mm -hmm. So, what, were you, what are you looking for today with the reading? Are you looking for mediumship or more of an intuitive reading? What would you like to do? Um. Well, uh, I lost my son. All right, and, don't tell me anymore. Uh, so if there are any messages from him, but I okay. also had a specific um, question kind of not related to that as well. Okay, so um, let's... Um, regarding... Let's, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, re regarding a move, um, didn't know we're looking at either possibly staying in Florida or moving outside the country, and I didn't know kind of which way to go kind of <laughs> okay well i can imagine that moving anywhere right now is a little bit of, ch of a challenge never mind out of the country right yeah <laughs> so yes. okay so let me just look at that a little bit and and um so the way i always like to phrase a question is like what do we need to know about um the move all right so that's how I'd, I'd phrase this so i can't really tell you if it's going to happen what's going to happen but i can kind of look at um, you know, the, the circumstances throughout that. And I haven't forgot about connecting with your son. So hold on for a second with that. Okay. Right. No, I know. Right. It's two <laughs> okay. Yeah, two different things. Um, but um, I got to say with, with, with this move, I don't, um, I don't feel much movement with you right now. So I don't think this is going to happen soon. And, and, okay. and um, all right. But when it does happen, it's going to go fast. 
And I, I don't I don't feel you settled where you are. So at this moment, as we're looking at the energy today around this situation, I feel like the energy is more likely for you to move. Okay. So um, is it, you know, so you're thinking about stay, either staying in the States or moving out of, out of the country? Is that what you said? Right. Either staying, you know, nearby to where we are, just a different house kind of thing. Yeah. Or possibly, you know, possibly going overseas, but I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't feeling the overseas so much. I'm feeling more of a move locally or something in the okay. area, okay. at least at this point. Um, so I think it, it, the, I feel like it's going to happen quickly when it does. You're going to find a place and then like, okay, let's go. Let's make this happen. Um, but I don't know if it's going to happen in the next month or two. I don't, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen. So I wouldn't worry about having to, to prepare for that just yet. Um, oh, right. I didn't yeah. think it would happen so soon. Yeah. Maybe next year or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling more, there's more, it feels like there's more energy supporting that around March. Um so you might have more awareness of where you actually want to be, where you want to move around that time. So I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna be pretty much settled in for the next several months. So okay, and and you see it more kind of a local kind of area. It feels more local to me right now. I mean, of course, you know, I never think anything is set in stone, but I, I'm always reading the energy right. as it is right now, and that's what it feels like to me that it's gonna be um, that most likely it, the percentage wise here it feels more local at this okay. point. Okay. All right. Not to say that you'll never, ever go overseas <laughs> to, to live over there. But at this point, that feels like maybe your next step is um, okay. local. All right. Oh, now, with your son, thanks. with your son, I get. I just wanted. Um, I only got like two minutes left, so I'll see what I can do here. Um, okay. Okay. If I if I'm connecting with with your with your son here, do you understand? Um, you're not being able to say goodbye to him. Like this was, or he wasn't able to speak at the end of his life. Do you understand that? Yeah, it was very sudden. Okay, because mm-hmm. okay. I just get the sense of not being able to have words with you before before um, before I leave this earth. Okay, um, and I do. Um, okay, let me just see. And you understand the sister as well, so you must have e- either he's acknowledging his sister or you have yes. a sister. Okay, so there's something mm-hmm. about because I'm hearing talk about the sister. Okay, so he wants to acknowledge the sister who's still here. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So I want to. Um, okay. Um, and where, where does, where does the, and when I, when I mention a name, it doesn't have to be someone who's passed, it can be someone who's here. Where do you connect with the name Anne or the shortened version, Anne? Um, my cousin. Okay. All right. So we need to kind of focus on your cousin. She's still here. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, for some reason he's drawing my attention to Anne. All right. And, and so Her oftentimes. Her mother passed the, away today. There we go. Two uh, years ago. Okay, so just know that this is his way of acknowledging that and probably also his way of saying that that he's met up with her, with 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 the mother that um, okay, okay, this is his way of kind of leading me to that direction to talk about her. Okay, so just know that there's there's love coming from there. And I I feel like he's um, he feels like the ringleader or the like the the um, yeah, I feel like he's just kind of directing people over there. So. So I don't know if that says anything about his that personality. Like him. Okay. 
because I'm like looking at him. I can see him clairvoyantly, and he's like, oh, "Yep, she's right over there." I'm like, "Just let her know she's right here." I'm like, "Okay." And she's kind of in the, there's somebody else over here. So there's um there's also a connection either to Bill or William as well somewhere in here that's coming up pretty strongly. Um, yeah, so, his grandfather. Okay, <laughs> all right. So he's he's just like laying 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 out the land here of all the people that are around him, um, and and I just I feel like he doesn't mind being the center of attention. Um, so he's like, yep. He loves all. it. He loves <laughs> okay. it. <laughs> he's like, look who's around me. Look at all these people around me. And um, and I love when I I feel like his laugh was uh, there's something about his laugh that really sticks with me. I have to. I have yeah, to very contagious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. It laugh. it just yep, bubbles yep. up from my core here. So I know there's something very distinctive about about his laugh, and and I know this is something that um, people would remember about him. Okay. So I know that he's got a big grin on his face. He absolutely is having a a, a ball um, communicating here, and and um, and I know that there's um, he must be communicating with you pretty clearly as well in making sure that you know he's around because um, there's yes, so much energy okay. with him ton of energy um there's something else too um i don't know if he had connections to the service or he's acknowledging someone in the service um because he's showing me my symbol for that um um that would be his grandfather that's great okay all right and this was the is this the bill that we already mentioned william yes mm-hmm. okay all right. So I just um, just know that he's he's acknowledging them as well to make sure that you know that he's there with him. Um, okay, let me see where else he's going here. Um, and wow. Yeah, just any messages he might have. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I definitely. I know we're running up to the last thirty seconds here. Um, I, oh wow, yes. Yes, I think I think what he want the the reason why he was coming through is because of the anniversary today of of. Your was it your cousin's mom's passing? My cousin. yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the message that he's there with them. He's he's just letting everybody know that everybody's all right and he's right there with them. Okay, awesome. so I'm gonna. I know I hate to cut cut it short, thank but we're running right up on the time. So thank you so much. You so much. Okay. Have a great week, everybody, and I will see you next week. And we'll be talking about psychic children next week. That's a great topic. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.